Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the owner, founder, and CEO of martinharshberger.com. Martin Harshberger. His company website is M-A-R-T-I-N-H-A-R-S-H-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. Martin, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. I thank you for bearing with me as I (laughs) spelt out your website. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, Martin, it's a pleasure to have you uh, on here today. Um, I We were just talking briefly about this offline, but you've been all over the world. Apparently, you've lived all over the world. So just real quickly, what are, let's say, what are the top three places that you loved living in? Uh, well, Minneapolis wasn't one of them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> were tough. Uh, I, liked, I lived in Delaware for a while, believe it or not, in the Philly area. I liked it there. Very um, cool. I liked the D.C. area. Uh, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Europe, but like Frankfurt, Germany, so I like it there as well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, we were just talking a little bit about um, my life over, or just me living out here in Virginia Beach. And I like to, I'm, I'm originally a, a Cali girl from California. And I, I joke that Virginia Beach is like San Diego, just with the four seasons. <laughs> so still by the beach, beautiful, you know, beautiful weather, you know, given a certain day, but definitely a lot more dramatic in weather uh, compared to what I'm used to in California. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, Martin, for people that are learning about your company for the first time, tell us briefly what you do and who you best serve. Well, I, I kind of, I'm backing into a new venture, uh, mm-hmm. history. Uh, I worked for a fortune 500 for 15 years and mm-hmm. I went off on my own, uh, and started a, a value add logistics company. And I was mm-hmm. a CEO of that company. We grew it to 50 million in the States, and about 12 million in Europe. Wow. And retired from there, um, got into coaching by accident, uh, consulting. I never really coached. I was more of a consultant. I learned that over time. Mm. Uh, what by bankers that knew me in the past would go ask me to look at companies that had loans in trouble. And mm-hmm. I, as I went through that, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a sad situation in a lot of cases. So I started consulting because I thought maybe we could prevent some of that. Mm. And I did that for fifteen years. Wow. Um, so at this point, what I'm trying to do is, is create an offering and mentorship for coaches and consultants and mm-hmm. help them provide more value to the, to the end user business client. I mean, I haven't been to business myself. But I know it's tough. I've watched some of my clients struggle with it. And, uh, I'm in the process of trying to release a new offering right now. Very cool. Well, you mentioned early on that you realize you're more of a consultant uh, versus a coach. And, you know, the new thing that you're going to be doing is mentoring coaches and consultants. So real, real briefly, you know, based on your experience, how would you define a coach versus a consultant? Good question. Uh, what what the, the standard industry is, a consultant gives answers, a coach asks questions, which is mm-hmm. pretty mm. uh, value. Mm-hmm. Where I meant that was when I when I worked with clients, 
um, I, I really did strategy development and execution. Mm-hmm. And through a process and developed strategy, and it became a test of wheels between me and the client, client to inter- execute the strategy they wanted to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking was, one of my clients uh, a long time ago, was uh, well, six, six, seven years ago, was a defense contractor that taught human factors training mm-hmm. for uh, air crews, which you're pretty close to down there, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm, what I'm thinking is, is if, if I'd have had the human factor skills, I mean, I know the business aspect very well. I could win. I've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have skills. So it became a, almost a, an adversarial relationship. And sometimes when I'm saying, look, you got to do this because you told me you hired me to do it. Right. Uh, so what I'm trying to do now is come up with a, a program. I have a program. I wrote an e-course over the last year uh, that teaches people that coaches that have soft services like leadership development or team building or something like that to look at the underlying reasons in the business why those programs don't take hold because they don't. I mean, mm. a lot of leadership coaches that disagree, I guess, but I've been through that training three or four times. I mean, I've seen how my clients go through it. What happens is you go back to business as usual and nothing changes. Mm. Uh, reason, I read a great article on the Harvard Business Review a couple of years ago that said that the reason those programs don't work is because the strength of the people that are trained it's not enough to overcome the inertia of the organization that keeps it the same, which is mm. pretty, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So I guess my ideal client now are coaches and consultants that specialize in uh, non-business, but more of the mindset leadership thing that I can teach them on a framework to look at the underlying reasons for business that their program isn't going to take hold. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, really awesome. Rather than um, uh, going maybe directly to a business and teaching them those skill sets, you train other business uh, coaches and consultants to to do that um, almost on your behalf. If anything, you train them so they can train you know these businesses, and it's kind of remind it reminds you of that saying of you know teach a man to teach a man how to fish, and then you know you'll never go hungry. And it sounds like you want to provide that tools for them so that you can empower. It, it causes this ripple effect, I think, is what it, what I'm trying to say, um, right. and what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I'm 73 now, so I'm not going to travel anymore unless I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, years and uh, and I, I'd really like to kind of a legacy thing to teach what I've learned over the last 30 years. I mean, yeah. I, I developed my course from 15 years as a CEO, what I didn't know when I started, which mm-hmm. I thought I knew everything until I ran a business and you find out you don't know a lot. Uh, and my 15 years is with clients and, and the problems that I saw and I'm seeing with clients are the same thing. I mean, it's there's a lot of commonality there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so as you know, Martin, 2020 has been an interesting year for all of us. <laughs> I just saw you roll your eyes. So I'm curious to know, uh, you know, even even in talking about this new program that you're offering, uh, how have you pivoted, you know, as a business owner since 2020? Or if you had pivoted, I think. Is I haven't. I mean, I, I spent this year, I'll, I'll be honest, I spent last year, which is one reason I kind of slowed down a little bit too. I, I just spent a year as a contract chief operating officer, one of my clients. Oh, and wow. I, uh, took a lot out of me for that year. I hadn't worked full time in 20 years. So it was a yeah. uh, different, different set. So I spent this year really developing my course and, and my program and some mentorship groups and that kind of thing. So I really haven't even released the course yet. Mm-hmm. So I really, I guess, picked a good time because there wasn't much happening other 
uh, yeah. out in the market. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like you took a lot of time in 2020 to reflect. Well, first of all, to take a break from being a COO, because <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> um, and <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, well, that's really, that's really exciting, Martin. Um, is there anything else you want to share about this upcoming program that you're going to be offering? Like any other fine details that your ideal clientele would, uh, you know, would be good for them to know? Well, it, yeah, a lot of the leadership programs and change management programs, even my, when I started out with strategic planning, it was a one and done. You went and spend a week or two weeks and then turn it over. And, and, and early on, I knew that wasn't going to be enough. So I, mm-hmm. I developed a program where I sold execution as well. So I stayed involved on a retainer basis. Mm-hmm. And this would give coaches and consultants a chance that are doing one and done to do through my course to stay there and become the accountability coach and work some of the problems with them. So, you know, I've had clients I was with, I've been with eight years, you know, mm-hmm. and so there is an opportunity there for follow on work. So it's a win-win if you get better, uh, better service offering, I guess, because you're combining two skills, but the coach also gets a retainer based and long return, you know, constantly churning clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a uh, really incredible, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you've been in business for, 30 years now, which is um, basically as old as I am, or longer than that, which is basically older than me. (laughs) And I thought I would ask you, uh, and I think this is maybe good insight for our listeners as well. What do you think is, or what have you found to be the secret, you know, to success as a business owner and entrepreneur? And you can, you feel free to be specific about it if there's a, a particular audience you like to serve, or maybe some universal lesson that you think all business owners and entrepreneurs should know. Well, I think you asked me a couple of questions here. I'll make sure I understand the question, but I, I think what's it take to be successful? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my company, when I started my company, I came out of a big company. Mm-hmm. I had a large organization within that company, but I, but I knew everything. You need a lot. You're, it's a totally different story. You were dealing with bankers, board of directors, and stuff that I never did in a big company. But I was lucky enough when I went out, I solved the problem within that company. And I thought, gosh, you know, everybody's got this problem. So now right, right. software. And I had a strong UVP, any value proposition. And I think from a business perspective, you got to look for a way to differentiate. Uh, it's got to be clear. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something your client understands and, and agrees with, for one thing. I mean, what's valuable to you may not be valuable to the client. Um, and the other is clarity. You know, you, you got to know you got to have a strategy. You've got to know what not to do. Because mm-hmm. I've seen so many clients chase, you know, they call a strategy and they'll chase a diversion mm-hmm. off the side and spend a lot of money and time and it comes with it. So I think clarity and UVP are both key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Um, Martin, I have in my notes here that you've attempted to retire twice already and it just didn't sure. stick with you. So what is it? <laughs> what is it about not resting? You know, what is it that keeps you, um, you know, I think excited to, to keep showing up and, and put good, good work out there? Uh, I don't know. I just like, I like to stay active. I mean, I moved here after I sold my company in Memphis. Bought a house on a golf course. Mm-hmm. You know, after two or three weeks of playing golf every day, it's just not challenging. It's just... Um, <laughs> Well, it isn't. I mean, I, I like to keep my mind going. I like to learn new things. So, uh, and I like to help businesses. I really do. Like I said, I know I know the risk you take. 
Uh, one of the clients that I worked with uh, through a bank was in the 60s. He and his wife had both had a nice piece of property, beautiful home, mm-hmm. and it all uh, guaranteeing a loan that I went down and said, you know, look, you're not going to be able to repay this loan. And they had a significant market shift in their industry. It wasn't their fault. Mm-hmm. Recovered, you know, and I thought, man, I don't want to see that happen. You know, if I could prevent it. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope to uh, reach your age <laughs> in good health and still, you know, not want to retire, or at least still want to give back and, and help where I can. Um, I mean, I think that's the the beauty of life, I imagine, is the fact that you get to live it. And they're really, I think retirement is a a myth <laughs> because you, you can't really, I mean, there's always, there's always something new to do. And even once you rest, I think by human nature, we want to continue growing and we want to continue serving and putting good stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, I've read a couple of books, and, and, and I just I like to stay active, and and I enjoy it. You know, if I didn't, I wouldn't do it. I really, I, I like the business aspects. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, Martin, before we wrap up, I just want to make sure I've covered all my bases here. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners um, in regards to what you do, or maybe just some, you know, parting words of wisdom? Uh, off the top of my head, no, other than go to the website, I do have a free gift there on the website. So, a download of uh, the four page framework or four stage framework. Uh, they can fill out a form there and get that and learn a little bit more about what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, just a, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about the four stage workbook. What is that? What, what does that entail? Well, it's going to be a long explanation. I don't know if you want to do that. Oh, okay. Just briefly, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> Yeah, uh, basically, it's it's it, I call it repeatable business development. I call it that for a reason. It's strategy. Mm-hmm. And small and midterm, mid-team, tier businesses don't like to hear the word strategy. They think it's for large companies. Mm-hmm. So I say, you know, what repeatable business development is, is would you like to have ongoing profitable business that feeds itself? And everybody wants that. Well, it's really yeah. a strategy uh, session. Mm-hmm. Where we are now, where do you, well, start with where you want to go. Where are you now? What do we have to do to get there? And then you rinse and repeat because everything changes every year. So it's mm. basically that. You understand the baseline, understand where they want to go, look at the progress, look at the market, product, everything at the end of the year and revise it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think that sounds like an incredible ebook to download. Um, other than that, Martin, I really enjoyed our conversation today. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, again, to our listeners, this is Martin Harshberger. He is the owner, founder, and CEO of martinharshberger.com. I'm going to spell his website one more time before we go. It's M-A-R-T-I-N-H-A-R-S-H-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. All right. With that said, I did it. I did it right. (laughs) Uh, With that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we will chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen 
of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.